All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Wednesday, a newsy Wednesday it is. And we have an incredible show, two guests back-to-back that are going to really blow up your imagination, your knowledge, your readiness for the 2022 election. Joining us first, the one and only, the incomparable Glenn Beck. That's right, the Glenn Beck is going to be with us in the house today. He is got a new book out talking about the Great Reset, a World Economic Forum blueprint for changing the world to a globalist society where individual rights are suppressed for the greater good of a collective. I think they have a stakeholder capitalism, meaning the elites decide what the rest of us do in the world. He's going to talk about that, plus the state of the constitutional republic, who in American politics may have the wherewithal to reverse the great losses that we're losing to freedom and free speech and expression and freedom of association. That is going to be an amazing interview. Glenn Beck, of course, the man who began the creation of a parallel economy in America when he created the Blaze Media Empire and, of course, has continued to do that. I want to talk to him about where that parallel economy goes next, particularly in the banking and financial sectors, where right now with ESG and other major developments, we're seeing people being squeezed out of financial institutions because of their views, because of their speech, because of their associations. We're going to talk about all of that with Glenn Beck. What a great guest. What a great honor. And then after that break from Glenn, we're going to go do a quick replay of an interview we did last night, Amanda Head and I on the show, Just the News, No Noise, with Cash Patel making sense of the verdict that occurred in the Danchenko trial. As you know, on this podcast, on the TV show, I've been warning folks, I didn't think that there would be a conviction. There was a good chance of acquittal. That actually happened. Why? Because at the end of the day, I believe John Durham was more interested in getting the truth to the American people about the FBI's conduct, the Justice Department's conduct, than he was about securing a win in his career win-loss column. And I think there were moments where he seemed to be handing the defense their defense, but he was handing all of us in the court of public opinion, the ultimate jurors, 
the evidence about the FBI that we never knew about, the million-dollar bounty offer to Christopher Steele, the fact that Danchenko was on the payroll despite the concerns, the fact that the warnings from the FBI intel analysts that maybe the whole Russia collusion thing was Russian disinformation, all ignored and destroyed. And on that, before we get to Glenn Beck, before we take the commercial break, I just want to point out something that I think is really important. The FBI went through an extraordinarily painful process after the incredible spy scandal that was Robert Hansen, a longtime FBI counterintelligence agent who really was on the payroll of Russia, and he went undetected for years. And there were a lot of failures in the Robert Hansen case, not listening to people who had red flags, like the woman that wasn't listened to by the FBI agents handling Danchenko, like not listening to the CIA or taking the CIA seriously when they say, hey, Christopher Steele's network's been penetrated by Russian intelligence and they're dumping disinformation in there. That was disregard. Not more accurately and aggressively vetting sources for their accuracy and making really major blunders. Like, let's think of this. This is something that is irrefutable, introduced in the courtroom during the Danchenko trial. The FBI shut down a legitimate counterintelligence investigation of Igor Danchenko an intelligence investigation based on a credible source who told them he was going around in 08 and 09 saying he'd buy classified information and sell it to people. That's kind of like what spies do in America. That investigation got shut down, not because they solved the problem or came to a conclusion or got the evidence to exonerate him or accept him. They got the, it was shut down because they mistakenly thought Igor Danchenko had left the country. Now, wait a second. How does the FBI with access to our important entry records, not know that he's in the country still? How does he miss that? Those are very troubling questions that make you begin to wonder whether some of the failures, some of the mindsets, some of the sloppiness that allowed a Robert Hansen to survive in the FBI for a long time might be back in there again. In another place where red flags have been raised, and I think John Durham was able to make this case and, and refer back to it, there's an OIG report, Inspector General of the Justice Department, back in 2019. I'm one of the few people that wrote about it, talking about all of the failures that the FBI has in managing its human sources and the confidential human source validation process, meaning we're supposed to validate people to see if what they're telling us is truthful, whether they're worth paying. And this IG report had all sorts of extraordinary things, including not doing a good job managing long-term CHS. By the way, confidential human source Igor Danchenko was a long-term source three years. There was validation process that don't have controls. There weren't safeguarding of communications with the confidential human sources. Coverage gaps so that you're blind to see if whether a human source is doing a good job or a bad job. That was outlined in 2019. And here we are in 2022. And John Durham is showing that those problems still exist in telling the story of Igor Danchenko. Again, these aren't Igor Danchenko's problems. These are FBI problems. And I think that's a really important thing. I think between the findings of the Hansen spy scandal two decades ago and the more recent FBI warnings about their failures in a confidential human source validation program, John Durham told us a story, and you have to leave yourself wondering whether we have those vulnerabilities that have been flagged in the past and we're going through them again. Blindness, incompetence, bureaucratic ineptitude. Those are the questions that I think John Durham raised legitimately during the trial. May it come at the cost of a conviction, 
but it is a benefit to the American people if we pay attention to what it is he's saying. All right, so back to back today, first Glenn Beck, and then we're going to have our good friend Cash Patel is going to join us to give us his reaction. It actually was on the TV show last night. We were adapting it to the podcast, but he said a lot of prescient things. And I think the question that is next is what's next for the this investigation? I think the answer is a report from John Durham, followed by maybe a church-like committee in Congress or on the outside that takes a look at restoring faith in the FBI after all of the things that we now know about its doings and going-ons in the Russia collusion case. All right, folks, before we take the commercial break, a quick mention about one of our extraordinary partners, Birch Gold Group. They have been giving us through Philip Patrick such great intel on the state of the market inflation, stagflation, food shortages, all of that was predicted months ago. And if you were listening to this podcast, you are ahead of the curve because of the great work of Philip Patrick and the Birch Gold Group. Well, they have new and updated strategies for you to bring gold and silver and precious metals into your retirement portfolios. I think the average 401k has lost like 26% this year under Joe Biden. Why not hedge? Why not get gold and silver into your portfolio? They have created an unbelievable guide that informs you, educates you on what you can do to protect your hard-earned pension earnings. All you got to do to get that guide, text the word Just News to 989898. Text the word Just News to 989898, and you'll be able to get that guide. Get started. Philip Patrick will be coming on the podcast again next week. We're always excited about that. Birch Gold, unbelievable customer service, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. This no-obligation free guide gets you up to speed. It educated me about how I can bring gold and silver into my 401k and retirement strategies. You can do the same. Go check it out today. All you got to do, text the word Just News to 989898. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, the one and only Glenn Beck joining us first. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. 
But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. This next guest, our next guest, he doesn't need any introduction. He is one of the most important thought leaders and journalists in the last half century in America. His show was a must listen to. And what I love about Glenn Beck more than anything else, he has a way of getting above the trees and seeing the insanity in Washington and America better than anyone. And we're so glad to join. I have him joining the show to us right now. Glenn, great to have you on. Uh, it's an honor to be with you. You have done some tweets the last couple of days that caught my attention. I found myself nodding my head an awful lot because we're in this moment where the world is in crisis. We have a, a, a horrific war. We've got inflation. We've got food shortages on the horizon. And this administration is focused on anything but those issues. Why are they so obsessed with minutia when they should be dealing with the big issues in America? Because I, I really think that we are, I mean... John, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I normally don't talk about this as much as I do, but it, it, I think it is, it's the real problem. We are in a spiritual vacuum. It is so dark. When we have Americans that will sit by and argue that you can teach your you know, third grader or kindergartner that they're sexually fluid, that you could have a trans story hour that that there is no such thing as uh, uh, gender, um, that, uh, you know, that that people who are at an abortion clinic should go to jail because they were praying outside an 87 year old woman praying. She's now uh, being charged with a face act, could go to jail for 11 years. And yet people burn down our cities and our vice president said, hey, you can contribute to their fund so they can you know, get out of jail. And they, there's no responsibility when we are sending $60 billion over to the most corrupt country in the world. We all know it. We are depleting all of our military. They're not sending just cash. We're sending all of our missiles. Our, we, do you know that we don't have any uh, howitzers, 150 millimeter howitzers left? We, ca we cannot um, survive. We're, we're going into an oil crisis that is 
is biblical. People's uh, oil price is going to go through the roof this winter, and we're depleting our street strategic oil reserve. We have a war and an oil crisis. It, I, I'm telling you, this is evil. What's going on is evil. It is the destruction of a whole people. We've always talked about the idea that there is a silent majority in America. Is this their moment to seize uh, the controls of the plane and get the nose of the plane back up? Is this election uh, that critical a moment for? Oh, I don't. I've always hated. I talk about it every year that every election year people say this is the most important election. I don't think that there is an election for a country that we even recognize. I I personally don't think that we are a constitutional republic anymore. Um, You know, we we have it in name, but I don't nobody's following it. Um, And uh, I, I think that we're over by 2024 if people don't go to the polls and put some sane people in. Just I'll take any farmer. I'll, t- I'll take anybody who works with their hands. I, you know, I'll fight people on, you know, higher tax rates. I'm fine with that. Can we get some people that know the difference between right and wrong, common sense and complete nonsense? I mean, was anybody else disturbed by by uh, the by Boston University taking the the virus that shut down the entire world, almost collapsed everything, and they're making it more virulent? Really? Yeah. So they would kill 80% of the uh, people that infected. That is a really bad idea on any front. We're in a a crazy science fiction movie. This isn't reality. I I would actually accept. I remember when, um, uh, what's his name from Facebook, Zuckerberg said, you know, there's a chance that we're all living in a computer simulation. You know what? At this point, I would actually kind of give it some credibility that maybe (laughs) I died. They erased that part. I'm just a a brain in a jar. And this is all, you know, make-believe because this world does not make sense. It really doesn't. And you know what? I love when you're doing your story, your chalkboards and you, you put together the storyline. What is the storyline for the fix? I mean, when I listen to you a lot of times, I swear I could close my eyes and it has the same palpable frustration that our founding fathers had you know, of fighting uh, the British kingdom at the time. We've lost our, 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 our sanity. We need to get it back. If your chalkboard is designed to fix what we've created here, where does it start? Where are the touch points for getting us back to the constitutional republic in the country that we all love and revere? I, I, I don't know if we can do it. Um, uh, we, we won't do it after this election. I don't think we can do it, um, it unless things really dramatically turn. Um, but I'm, I'm very concerned that, you know, that we could ever get the fabric sewn back together uh, in the way that we have always known. I, I, I think about this a lot with my kids. My kids are never going to know the America that we had before 9-11. And it had warts and everything else, but it, it was not this. This is not freedom. Um, this isn't America. But um, it, it has to start with the individual. It has to start with people taking responsibilities, responsibility for what's happening in their own community and their own schools and Standing and not being afraid, you know, it, it, there there is a time where Martin Luther King and I think we're there where those kind of people 
need to stand up. Oh, you're going to throw me in jail? Okay. Today, John, I talked to, um, I can't remember his last name, Herb. He was just the one indicted on the FACE Act. Right. And I said, is this going to deter you at all? And he said, no. In fact, if anything, it makes me more confident in it. Um, we need those kinds of people, but it has to be millions of them. They have to stand up in their schools. Why are we... Why are we not questioning any teacher right now that is still a member of the teachers union? We know the teachers unions are corrupt to the core. We know that they are pushing a lot of this stuff. Why are the teachers not saying, I can't be a part of this union anymore? I won't do it. Why aren't those people there? Because that's what it's going to take. And if we all start to take responsibility for ourselves, we're going to be okay. We could make it. But, uh, I mean, gosh, look at, look at what our cities have turned into. Our cities are third world countries. Yeah, they look like a war zone. When you look out at the horizon, there's a lot of new Republicans that have come up in the MAGA movement and they're beginning to assert themselves. Do you see those farmers and candlestick makers and others that have the ability to inject common sense? Who gets you excited when you look at the people coming off the bench and getting in the game right now? Uh, well, I will tell you, the, the most exciting candidate that I've seen in a long time uh, is um, uh, DeSantis. I think he's I think he's a guy that could actually navigate through these waters. I really like Carrie Lake. I'm not sure I agree with her on everything because I just haven't paid that close attention to her. Uh, but if she's the real deal, and I think she is, but if she's the real deal and educates herself on the Constitution, she could be president of the United States. Um, she's wow. very effective, very effective. Yeah. But let's let's see what she actually knows. People talk a good game, but when you get in, yeah. what do you actually do? Yeah, that's when the game starts. And yeah. John, I'm also very uh, afraid of there's there's a movement on the conservative side that is, you know, oh, you're going to play that way. We'll play that way, too. Martin Luther King didn't. That's Martin right. Luther King quoted the Declaration of Independence and challenged America to live up to its higher self. We cannot violate our founding documents to save America or it won't be worth saving. Yeah, that is such an important word of caution because I know there's that moment now, we're in charge, we're going to do revenge, we'll do exactly what the Democrats did, see how they like it. Yeah. That actually destroys the country worse. It goes, it makes us worse. Yeah. yeah. And that temptation is going to be there. That's an important word of caution. I mean, it's, 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 you know what's happened to us, John? I was thinking about this this morning. I think we are the Weimar Republic uh, about 1929. Right. Um, everything has been discredited. Nobody knows what the republic is anymore. Money means nothing. Sex, drugs can be had anywhere. Uh, the uh, the youth think they know it all and are not listening to you know their elders that are just talking common sense. Some guy comes up and says, "Hey, I can uh, I can change everything, and this new world is great." The youth were the first ones to really join the Hitler movement. But all he was promising was an end to the madness and greater magnet mad, madness came. Look at what we have. We since 2008, we've said hope and change. We just want things to be done with common sense. And every time we make a decision, it goes further 
down the road of chaos. You have a new book out, and I think it addresses one of the most important big issues that Americans are just completely blind to. Uh, you ask most people, what is the Great Reset? They don't know. They don't know what the World Economic Forum has as a map for the world. Tell us why you wrote this book and why the Great Reset is something we all should be fully educated in. You know, John, the thing I like um, about you is that you you do your homework. I know if you're on the air and you're telling me something, I know you have done it um, the way a journalist should. You don't go in with a preconceived notion and then prove it. Um, I went in on the Great Reset thinking that this was a conspiracy theory, that there's no way this is true and it's just not happening. Um, And I came away shocked at what the global elite are doing. You know, they're not seeing all of the protests over in Europe. There are protests all over Europe, and they are naming the EU and the World Economic Forum. It's really strange. People think here in America that it's, you know, the Republicans versus the Democrats. No, that's the game we're playing. Every, you know, we're on stage or we're in an audience watching a stage show. That's just to keep us fighting. The real thing is the elites that think they know better than everybody else and and have a plan to rule the world so it's a safe place. And the little people who are like, I don't want either of these options. Um, and the Great Reset is a, a global um, uh, concept of a Western global government where capitalism is replaced um, uh, they, I think they call it, uh, uh, oh shoot, I can't remember now, but it, it's, it's not capitalism. It's not free market. Um, it is actually the definition, the literal textbook definition of fascism, where it's public private partnerships and the government kind of sets the rule, but it's not just our government. It's the global government, uh, the banks, we have bailed these banks out. We've made them bigger and bigger and bigger. And what have they done? They've set it up so they can't ever be taken out. They, they along with insurance companies, etc., have uh, worked on uh, something called ESG. And it comes out of the Paris Climate Accords, which, which, I, which I, I, now that I see this and I know this, now I understand the reaction to Donald Trump getting us out of the Paris Climate Accords. You know, it wasn't about global warming. It was about changing fundamentally the way the entire economy of the world works. Um, And they're implementing it. And two years ago, three years ago, they said it was a conspiracy theory. They're still kind of denying things, but it's hard to deny. Um, You know, you had um, uh, you had a religious organization uh, just canceled uh, by J.P. Morgan Chase this week yes. for no reason, no reason that they will state they will not give him a reason. Um, it's an institution that has really credible people. They're totally fine. It's not something sketchy. They won't give them an answer. And they said, well, if you give us the list of your donors, you can come back with uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. And they're like, excuse me, a list of my donors. 
there it, this is a noose that's closing around Americans necks. Oh, yeah. The, the tracking of uh, gun purchases with the new, um, yes. uh, the new credit. Uh, you're seeing it and everything. They call it stakeholder capitalism. Yeah. Stakeholder term. capitalism. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck is that? Well, I know what that is. The stakeholders are the elitists and the individuals are now they're going to be the victim. I was with someone that actually was at one of the World Economic Forum uh, events where this sort of became the conversation. And he said to me a few, uh, just about a week or two ago, you know what the single biggest thing about uh, the Great Reset is? It's the destruction of the individual. We're creating a collective over individual liberty and rights. And it's been really thought through. I mean, you look at some of the stuff that's sitting on the World Economic Forum. It is it is very clearly stated what they're trying to do. The counterbalance uh, is, I think, a return to everybody valuing freedom first. How do we re-educate a whole generation of millennials that went through colleges being prepped to this very great reset notion? I think the the, uh, the public school system is just uh, a mess. And I, I don't know how you reset that, but it has to be reset. And the universities have to be cleaned out. Um, but I, I don't know how you clean, because who do you replace them? Where is the where is the tree that's growing that's fresh right. professors that understand this? I don't know. Um, uh, but you have to clean that up. And, and I think, honestly, um, it, you know, we're stuck in this trap of everybody's addicted to an iPhone or an iPad. Yep. Everybody is online, social media. We have, you know, I, I really felt there for a while that the COVID uh, shutdown was a good thing um, because I got closer to my family. You know, I, I we, we did things. We played games together. We did things like that right. uh, because right. there wasn't anything to do. And then we just get back on this rat race and it is, you know, whatever somebody else is doing on Facebook, I got to do that. Um, and it, it's it's just decaying us so quickly. We've got to find a way to get back to principles. You know, start with the start with the, the Bill of Rights. Really good principles. Yeah. Just teach that if we could get every child to truly understand what the bill of rights are and how they're being violated right now and what that really means but we got to get out of this collective mindset we've gotten into a rut and it's interesting the while we were getting some benefit personally with the covid-19 pandemic the people who were pushing the great reset used the pandemic to really advance this notion that oh, the, yeah. the, the oh. pandemic was like their dream moment to to pull this. Oh, off. yeah. And for them to go now, the government, CDC, going and trying to move this uh, into our children's vaccines that are must have vaccines or you don't go to school. Uh, and I think they're doing it mainly because the the um, uh, the protection of the government against uh, lawsuits is expiring. Right. But if you if you get it underneath this, then you still can't sue Moderna or Pfizer. Yeah, and I, I think this is just this isn't science. It's it's not common sense. And it's certainly not American rule of law. Yeah. And it was interesting. I think it was the Moderna CEO yesterday said, you know, I'm not so sure people under the age of 50 should get this shot anymore. Not necessary. That is a major change just as the immunity, as the, uh, yeah. the protection moments are, are falling away from them. Yeah. Big clue on that. I want to finish with something. There are all these little experiments going on in the country that I think are seeds of hope. You see Florida yes. pulling tenure away. You see South Carolina pulling 
pulling their investments from BlackRock because of the ESG movement. There seems to be the worse Washington gets, the, the model that the founding fathers originally gave us of states' rights and federalism, the seeds of hope seem to be building in these states. Who encourages you? When you look at some of these states uh, taking action uh, against this, all of this insanity, who's encouraging? Who has it right? Who's doing the right stuff? I, I tell you, I think uh, DeSantis in Florida, I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but on, on just about every front, they are the ones leading. It makes me sad that it's not Texas. I'm, you know, I'm living right. in Texas. Right. 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 Um, right. Texas should have been leading the way, um, but we're not. Uh, we're doing fine, but we're not really doing everything. I think West Virginia, when it comes to ESG, is doing yeah. really Marshall. great things. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, there there are seeds of hope. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound all down because, you know, what they're doing now in California is setting up 2024. They think that Gavin Newsom is going to be the I think that he's going to be the nominee. Well, you can't continue down the path that they're on and be an example when you have Florida as the example today. Florida has a chance of surviving these storms. California has no chance. They're just doubling down on all of it. Yep. And their people are fleeing. I mean, it's just amazing to see the flight out of California. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the fact, I mean, another seed of hope is people are seeing it now. People who, you know, are paying even a little bit of attention. They are saying, this is not right. I, this is crazy. This has got to stop. I'm for this, but this is crazy. Um, and you're going to see the results state by state, which is what we were designed to be. Yes. You know, I've never had a problem with, um, you know, Massachusetts having their own health care system, yep. but it didn't work. And they kicked it up to the federal level because the feds can just print money. If it would have worked, I would have campaigned for it. I would have been on the road saying, we got to have this. This is the best. When I think of you and all the trailblazing things you've done, the creation of the blaze, when that began, it was the beginning of what I think is one of the solutions, the parallel economy. Are conservatives in a position now in the banking sector, the health sector, the media sector, the social media sector to create a parallel economy that creates the natural competition to defeat the institutions that we used to love that have gone gone, run from us? Not yet, but we're on the road. Uh, The banking is going to be the hardest one. Um, You know, we've got to have parallel banking. We have to have, um, you know, a whole new system. And what concerns me is. Um, we are so isolated within ourselves. We keep thinking that this is just an American problem. It's not. It's it's a global issue. Um, all of the West is is splitting like this. And, um, you know, if we could just pool some resources together. But, you know, to do especially banking or insurance, you want to take on insurance? Go ahead. The government can just pound you into the ground. Um, and so it's really difficult to do, but we, we have to do it. We have to do it. Yeah. Well, you have, you've created a model. You, you, those early entrepreneurs that said, you know, I'm stepping into the void. Got to create something. Got to start somewhere. I, you see that acceleration occurring. And it seems to me that competition may be one of the solutions. Glenn, it is an enormous honor to have you on the show. Your book is amazing. Everybody is now finally talking about the great reset. You started that conversation like so many before. Thanks for joining us. What an honor to have you. Thank you. you. You're a hero of mine. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you, sir.
All right, folks, after the commercial break, a brief conversation, but an important one with Cash Patel on the aftermath of the John Durham trials and the two acquittals of the two people, Michael Sussman and Igor Danchenko, that he had accused of lying. There's a lot of subplot to these verdicts. We're going to get that with Cash Patel right after the commercial break. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. Our next guest is a former federal prosecutor, and now he's a Real America's Voice contributor. Joining me and John now to discuss the not guilty verdict on all four counts of lying to the FBI. Not super surprising, as we've told you all. Cash Patel, great to have you back on the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You know, as much as we were prepared for this and as much as we prepared our audience for this, I can't help but see the optics here. A a D.C. jury or I guess specifically an Alexandria jury will convict a Trump supporter on little, no scant uh, material evidence. But when it comes to someone like Michael Sussman or Igor Danchenko, they walk free. Yeah, it's uh, I'll still say it. I still think it's shocking. Maybe that's just from my biased tenure at the DOJ, where I thought at some point in time there would be an elimination of the two tier system of justice. But it shows to me that you guys were right the whole time. And John's investigative reporting has put out so much important information. But I think what a lot of Americans are going to take from this is that, you know, maybe uh, it's not worth fighting anymore. And even if we put the FBI on trial and you can pay a guy hundreds of thousands of dollars of government taxpayer money to participate in the biggest criminal conspiracy in America, and then he can be tried for lying to the very employer um, that he gave information to and then walk out of a federal courthouse a free man. It's quite the uh, justice charade, but it happens when you enact a two-tier system of justice that Chris Ray and Merrick Garland are quarterbacking. Yeah, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in the during the deliberation, the last 48 hours of deliberations, and uh, to a person 
people I talked to said it's hard to convict the source when the FBI showed it wanted to believe the garbage information that was coming in from these sources. And I think that's the ultimate moral of the Sussman and the uh, Jantanko trial. The jury could see the FBI mm -hmm. believed this. They kept it going. They had all the red flags. Their own people were warning them. Now the question turns to what can be done to fix the FBI, right? This FBI blew past warning sign after warning sign that this was a bogus case. Any sign that there are improvements or are going to be improvements imposed on the FBI? Well, on this one, I think I'll be a little harsher on the FBI. It's not that the FBI believed it. It's that the FBI knew it was false and lied about it, which is yep. my problem with former federal prosecutor is that they were ingesting false information intentionally and then lying to federal courts and federal officers about that information and then working in reverse to cover up their arrogant government corruption and their lies by hiring Christopher Steele, Igor Danchenkov, and um, you know, utilizing the Democratic National Committee and Hillary campaign and the fake news media to buttress their lies. Now, to your question on how do we get to a fix, well, Congress is probably going to have to form a special committee because there is no one committee that can fix law enforcement, FBI, DOJ, intelligence community, CIA, and DOD. And in one way, shape, or form, most, if not all of them, had a hand in this. And the Church Commission comes to mind. I know a lot of people have talked about that from the 70s. But that's what it's going to take. And I just don't know if we have the congressional will, maybe we will, coming in in uh, uh, November here, to stand up such a committee because it's going to take leadership to put it together, to implement it, and then to put brave individuals on it who aren't going to care about their political careers. Yeah, very important. Cash, I, yeah, and I, I love the faith that you still have in our government and at least our judicial system with your shocked reaction to this verdict. One thing I know you were not going to be shocked about was John's story that he published this morning with regards to basically free money for the Bidens, interest-free forgivable loan uh, from CEFC, the Chinese Communist Party connected energy company to the Biden family. I wanted to get your reaction on this explosive story. You know, free money is exactly what it is. That's exactly the truth social post I said it was. Free money. I guess everybody can get free money from China if you're the son of a vice president about to be son of a president of the United States. But if we did it in that regard, then it would be criminal if your name wasn't Joe Biden and your son's name wasn't Hunter Biden. Now, listen, John and I investigated Russiagate so extensively, and the theme that I always had there was follow the money, money doesn't lie. And it looks like John has done just that yet again to follow the money because— uh, uh, it's a bank record that is not fudgeable. And now what needs to happen is, why did you were you given an interest-free loan by one of America's biggest enemies? What was asked in return? And oh, by the way, interest-free loans from foreign governments are likely illegal. So is Hunter Biden ever going to be prosecuted for anything? And will this land at the presidency of Joe Biden? I mean, all you have to do is just switch the characters a little bit. What if Don Jr. received an interest-free loan? while his dad was president of the United States from the CCP. Would we even be having this conversation? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, it would be, there would be 24 seven breaking news banners on CNN and all the other networks. That's what <laughs> yeah. would be happening. We saw it, it happened in Russia collusion. Same thing. Yeah. Hey Cash, I wanna ask you about something that's in these documents. I actually credit the Senator Grassi for finding this. They get a hold of the Tony Bobolinsky FBI interview summary. So this is the business, one of the business partners of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. He's the guy that mentions the big guy. And he says that literally some of the work that was done on the China deal was actually done while Joe Biden was still in the White House as vice president. 
And then China deferred the money so that they wouldn't be making payments to Joe Biden's family until after he left office. That suggests some consciousness in what they were doing in this scheme and uh, augments, I think, Senator Grassley's argument, this was a pay-to-play scheme. Your thoughts on that revelation? Yeah, from my perspective as, an, as a prosecutor, that's what we call structuring transactions. And what you do is you structure transactions to evade scrutiny from the banking regimes of either your home country or foreign nation. And if you sp- and I'll give you a simple example. Everything over $10,000 is reportable. And a lot of people intentionally structure transactions or criminals to report $9,900 so they don't have to report the $10,000. What happens here is that it was a deferred payment to basically pull the curtain over the intention of the purposes of that payment. That is another form of a structured transaction to hide possible criminal conduct. So, you know, Senator Grassley, probably better than no one better than he and, you know, Ron Johnson and Jim Jordan, those few guys to go after these sorts of things. But it's going to require a committee. I'm just telling you, like, we cannot fix what happened, whether it's rushing or Hunter Biden by going through one single entity, um, either Intel or judiciary or whatnot, it's going to require a monumental overhaul. And the, all of these are just going to have to get thrown into the gonculator in terms of investigations and to expose the corruption that, um, that the American people deserve to see. Well, and one of the most astounding things about this is one of the communications with CEFC, with CEFC, their their risk management or risk analysis team, uh, revealing the fact that they deferred these payments because they were worried about the optics. A CCP-connected company was worried about the optics, but the Bidens knew that they could skate past this and get away with it. And that, to me, is one of the most reprehensible aspects of this, is that the CCP thought there was an issue. The Bidens did not. I mean, that is a great juxtaposition. I don't think I've heard it quite put so well, Amanda. I mean, talk about government gangsters and their arrogance at the uh, top of the corruption pyramid. The CCP, the Communist Party of China, who is holding American citizens, detainees and unlawful hostages, who is pumping fentanyl into our streets and killing our children 100,000 last year. These people had more morals than the Biden administration or the Biden family when it came to reporting monetary uh, income. That is a shocking revelation that I hope the American public and Congress focuses on, because what it goes to is intent. And that I say that as a former federal prosecutor, that's one of the key element when you have to try and prove any of these charges is that they intend to deceive, to defraud or to commit this crime. And I think it's pretty simple. If you told a jury, hey, they had less morals than the Communist Party of China. Uh, you know, I don't know that a D.C. jury would convict them, but maybe most of mainstream America would. Yeah, for sure. Cash, real quickly, got 30 seconds left. You got brand new book out, two, um, 2,000 Mules, the, the continuation of the to, a plot to kill the king. You're also out in the trail. What's your prediction for the election coming up in 21 days? Yeah, thanks so much. Plotagainsttheking.com for the book series. But look, I was just with President Trump, NRAV, out in uh, Nevada and Arizona, and we're doing America First Candidate Championing. Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, Abe Hamada, Adam Laxalt. I'm winning back the West. You know, of course, my home state of Nevada is so critical to me, so I'm biased there. But I do think we are going to take both houses because people are tired of the high crime, the drugs, the human trafficking, the gas prices, and the fact that we're on the verge of World War III. Those are simple things that are apolitical that uh, the Democrats just aren't talking about because they're still talking about get Trump. All right, folks, we'll come back in a few seconds and wrap things up right after these commercial messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, 
a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Have a great evening. We'll be back tomorrow. I think Congresswoman Salazar from Florida is going to be joining us. We're going to talk about the extraordinary tidal wave of Hispanic voters to the Republican Party. It seems to be playing out in the polls. We're hearing it on the ground. We're going to ask her what she's seeing and also what a new Congress can take on right away if Republicans are in charge. We're going to get that tomorrow, so be sure to tune in. Until then, check out justthenews.com. Go download our apps at the iOS and Android stores and get your news fixed 24-7. We got you covered. Breaking news, exclusive newsmaker interviews, and of course, in great investigative reports. And of course, don't forget Birch Gold. If you want to get that kit and start learning about how to bring precious metals in and ease the pain of the stagflation on your retirement funds, all you got to do, text the word Just News to 989898. That's easy to remember. All right, folks, have a good night. God bless. We'll be back tomorrow. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore 
of every story, but this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. Thank you.